Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning, my guest will be Mayor Eddie Walsh. Mayor of Dubois and I will be having a discussion around all the great accomplishments that have happened in our city in 2022. And when we return, I'll read you that list and we'll get the mayor's thoughts on that list. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community County Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. This morning live in studio with me is the Dubois Mayor, Eddie Walsh. Mayor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. It's always a pleasure coming here and speaking to you about the issues concerning our great city of Dubois. Yes, well, we appreciate you uh, making the time. I want to read a list to you, a list that I put together. Uh, I did it with your help. I did it with the manager of the city, Herm Suplesio's help and uh, also Shannon Gabriel, city councilwoman. And my own research, I kind of went over the list with you all. I just want to read some accomplishments that I think uh, are worthy of us taking a deeper look at. Obviously, consolidation was complete. There's a $2.5 million grant to help that. Maple Avenue has been redone, including a 100-year-old main water line and many other water line projects around the city. Hopefully, I won't even be alive the next time that has to be worked on. Expanded police department, more officers to keep our community safe. That continues our fight against the drug trafficking in our area and keeping our residents safe. There's a new sewage plant project online. You can see the staging area coming. Articles have said maybe 85 to $97 million investment. That's amazing for our city. Uh, no new taxes, even though prices continue to go up in inflation, but uh, I've read the articles. It looks like $17 million budget. It looks like you're coming in around $15 million plus but it looks like you're under budget, so no new taxes. $500,000 million police grant that Chief Krizelik uh, has rolled out that's gonna help consolidation and the police get surveillance equipment updated in cars. That's a win for the city. A waterfall at the top of the boulevard. I know it got a lot of attention. You and I are gonna take a deeper look at that, the grant money that helped, that wasn't tax dollar money, that wasn't over-prioritizing anything, that was just a grant from Harrisburg. Lots of new sidewalks throughout the city. Sandy Township Aquinas Trail, which I don't really know anything about. Hopeful to get your insight on that. Loggers detecting leaks. I do not know what that is, so I look forward to you to explaining that. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were brought into our local community via the new ball fields, including shower fields and what's in our park. The money is being spent on our local restaurants and hotels. Outsiders have told me that they really think it's stellar, and they'll be coming back for more tournaments. The walkway beautification project. I use the walkway. Gives an opportunity for many to exercise while being safe, taking in in the beautiful scene. City workers have really worked hard to uh, clean that area up and continue to make it safe for us. They've also really worked hard to decorate around our city, uh, Christmas decorations, including the great Santa at the end of the boulevard and the great Christmas tree that I watched them put up outside my apartment window. Mayor, that's quite the list. Yeah, we've had a really busy 2022 um, you know, with consolidation being at the forefront, is really uh, taking up a lot of our time. Um, I know that uh, 
we finally, after a year long of negotiations through the through the committees, the subcommittees, we signed the official agreement on November seventh, where we are officially right now officially consolidated um, with the Sandy Township. Um, that being said, we're still running two separate governments until the final um, the final date, which is January first, twenty twenty six. Yeah, and I want to take a look at consolidation because I feel like it, it really is monumental. And I'm going to cite a letter to the editor written, uh, it was published November 16th in the Courier Express. It was written by Jason Gray Jr., who actually originally led the fight for consolidation. He was a visionary, in my opinion, and really knew 20-plus years ago that we needed to do this. We can agree to disagree on that, but it's here now, and this is what he said. He said, Dubois City Manager John Herms Deplazio aptly described Monday, November 7th, 2022, as a monumental night when the city and township joint board unanimously approved a consolidation agreement establishing the framework for a new municipal government. This date will rightly be recognized by historians as a pivotal victory of cooperation over provincialism, a vision over self-interest, and a progress over the status quo. The socioeconomic growth of our region will prove them to be correct in this assessment. He further went on to say that it is, in fact, a wonderful example of how effective governance should work. You agree with that? And what can you give us some insight on the consolidation? 100% agree with that. It, you know, it's been a long time coming. It's really put Dubois on the map. I know our manager received numerous phone calls after that was in the paper. Um, they couldn't believe, they thought it was a misprint, that it was unanimously voted, 10 nothing. Right. Um, five from the city council and five from the township voted unanimously. So um, it, it wasn't an easy process to get there, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of negotiations back and forth. Uh, to come up with the final plan. Um, but now we're in the next stage. We're in the, the transition stage. And we do have a five-member committee that their job now is to transition from two into one. Uh, cons that committee consists of uh, Supervisor Barry Abbott, Supervisor Sam Mullica, uh, uh, the city attorney, Tony Cherry, uh, Joe Mitchell from the Redevelopment Authority, and uh, from Treasure Lake, we have Dick Whitaker, who's uh, on their board of directors out there. So we put together five great minds and their job now is to very simply, how are we going to transition? You know, we set the groundwork. We set the, the uh, um, Magna Carta, for lack of a better word. That was the 14-item uh, plan of what needed to be done and how, to, how we wanted it done. Now it's their job to implement that plan. Yeah, and it seems like uh, lots of momentum behind consolidation. I think uh, there's some projects on the table it seems to be about $5 million. You've already gotten a $2.5 million grant to help with that. I believe that's to help build some new fire departments. That and, is correct, yes. And, and some other things. Uh, that's exciting news for the city. Yeah, I mean, and part of the uh, uh, transition is to, in the fire department, as a matter of fact, is we're going to go from nine fire halls down to five. Um, so a bunch of fire halls are going to be moving together. Um, so, for example, I, I belong to Goodwill Fire Hall. been a member there 35 years. Um, and we're going to be, they'll be, we'll be closing that fire hall and we can actually, the firemen can go wherever I want to go. If I want to go to wherever I want to go, one of the other four fire halls in the city, I can do that. I'll, I'll, I'll be probably moving with the majority of the guys over to Friendship Fire Hall. Sure. Um, it only makes sense. They're a mile away from us. They're all my neighbors anyhow. So, uh, that's my plan what it's doing. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, we'll, we're, the, the plan right now is we're looking at, we'll have a fire hall on Dixon Avenue. 
We'll have a fire hall on uh, Main Street. We'll have a fire hall on th- over on the east side on uh, First Street. There'll be a fire hall at Treasure Lake. And then a fire hall somewhere on the Maple Avenue, uh, Oklahoma Salem Road area. Sure. And I also want to thank you for your service to our community. All volunteer firemen, extremely important to thank our you. community. goes without saying. Um, Maple Avenue, it's been redone. I say it's a very nice road personally. Um, I posted a great picture of it, but, uh, you know, anytime you do it, sometimes people want to say some negative things. They don't like that there are no trees personally. I've walked down that. My parents live at the top of Maple Avenue, just off of it. And when I was younger, walking down, you couldn't walk down the sidewalks no, because you, of the trees. You they took, would ruin you, it. You took your life in your own hands because they were, you know, all the sidewalks were uh, pushed up from the roots, and it even did some damage to water lines. And it did damage to the street itself. Um, if you went up there and watched the project from beginning to end, when they cut the trees down, a lot of the trees in the center, and, it, and we have pictures of it, were hollow inside. You know, there were 100-year-plus mm-hmm. old trees. And it's not like we took down, you know, although they bloomed every year. I know they create a lot of shade. But a lot of the residents that lived there didn't like them because of the the project, the problems it caused their, their sidewalks and their properties. So, I mean, it's, again, nobody likes change, Michael, myself right. included. You know, status quo, keep it going the same way. Uh, but that doesn't help in the long run. I think it's a beautiful project. It was a three-year project. We took uh, the oldest water line in the city, 100-year-old water line that was constantly having breaks and, and just causing us problems. Put a brand new water line in, new streetscaping, new lights, um, drainage, which was never up there. They never had drainage on Maple Avenue. You always, When you drove down Maple Avenue, you had a lot of water build up when it rained and Absolutely. snow melted. We, so there's drainage in there now. Uh, and it's just a beautiful project. And I, I do want to apologize. It did take three years. Rome wasn't built in a day either. Um, but it was a long three years, and I, I feel for the the, uh, the residents that lived up there, uh, along with Chestnut Avenue residents, and you know anybody in that area, because it was a long, long three years. But it sure is a beautiful project now that it's finished. Yeah, it was certainly long, maybe inconvenience for a while, but the great news is is that uh, as you drive up it today, I believe it to be a, just a solid project. It is beautiful. Certainly helps the hospital. And, and, as the, well. and the nice thing is, it didn't cost the taxpayers a dime. It was a it was a what was called a turnaround project, where PennDOT actually paid us to do that. They gave us the road. Now we have to maintain it. We have to plow right. it. We have to salt it. We have to do everything up there, before it was a state highway. So, it didn't cost the taxpayers of the city of Dubois a dime. Yep, and I had just learned that. I had PennDOT on my show recently, and they told me about that. But what a great project! Yeah, and, and same thing on out. same thing on Maple Avenue, or I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, Main Street. Two, uh, six seven years ago yep. it was the exact same thing didn't, didn't cost taxpayers a dime because it was a turnaround project no well that's great and that's great for obviously our city and of course the taxpayers um i'm not going necessarily in any order of what is important so feel free mayor but i i do think there are a couple things uh no new taxes uh inflation is higher but you seem to have come in under budget at 17 million projected income yeah, it looks my, like you're going to spend about $15 million. My, my hat goes off to our management team of, uh, you know, led by Herm, and then you have Joe Mitchell and, and um, uh, Chris Nasuti. But the managers, you know, you have the police chief that tightened his belt. 
uh, along with Daylene Wagner, who oversees a lot of the financial end of the city of Dubois. She's actually, you'll never hear me say this very much in public, but Daylene Wagner is the, uh, Daylene Wagner Shepherd is the, is the brains behind the city of Dubois. And when it comes to finances, she knows them. So my hat's off to her. Um, same thing in the water department. Um, they, they, from top to bottom, they tighten their belt. There was some attrition. We had some people retire. Sure. Um, so that always helps a little bit. But, um, yeah, so it, this is, I've been on council now. This is my third year as being mayor. I was on council for nine years before that. And we haven't raised taxes once. Um, uh, matter of fact, we even lowered them once. If you remember, we took away the, uh, the one $10 tax yeah. that was taken away. So, um, but, you know, we find different ways to bring in extra money. You know, um, we're in the project now, process right now of looking at another um, uh, timber cut up at the reservoir. Um, our, our, uh, the people that we use, our woodsmen are, have come in and said, it's time to go. They're going to start dying and cause you problems. Unfortunately, right now, the wood, believe it or not, wood prices are just down. You know, if we had done this two years ago, they were skyrocketing. But wood's down right now, so we're going to hold off on that for probably another year. Um, but, you know, some, some other negotiations that the city manager has done to bring in some money. And uh, so we were able to keep the taxes, no tax increase again this year. Yeah, which is great. It's absolutely great for taxpayers. I live right downtown Dubois. Uh, I appreciate it, Mayor. Let's take a look at the new sewage plant. This is uh, projected to be a huge investment. I would say 85 to $97 million. Um, you can see the new staging area coming along out by sheets uh, in, on the way to Falls Creek. This is going to be a massive project and a huge deal for our city. Yeah, it's a, it's a two-year project. Um, the first thing will be done this spring. We'll be building the... Uh, the new bridge and the new bridge will um for people that don't know where the new bridge is going to be well uh, everybody knows where the vfw is uh, that road right there it'll yeah. be widened a little bit and then the bridge will be across the creek there and take you along the creek to the new sewage plant which is basically being built beside the old sewage treatment plant but it's one of those things that uh, we're under a, a consent order um for some different chemicals copper being the big one that uh, our sewage treatment plant which is Right now, roughly, I'm going to go 75 years old. Um, even though it was built in the late 50s, it was designed in the 30s. So it's you oh, know, wow. you're looking at an yeah. uh, 80 to 90 year old uh, engineering plan, I guess, for lack of better words. But so uh, yeah, it's definitely time that we uh, upgrade. And uh, unfortunately, it's with inflation, with the cost of, of everything, the project has skyrocketed in the past two years. Um, but again, through some great investment, looking with um, uh, Pennsylvania being involved and some grants we're going to be able to do this and not raise prices immensely I think when it's all said and done I'm going to challenge everybody to call around to the visiting areas and there's still their sewage rates and water rates are going to be cheaper than anywhere else even with the new plant well that's great and exciting news to hear as well um, I think that project will be very very good for us as you said that's nearly 75 years of uh, or older of engineering, we can certainly uh, deal with a new upgrade. Let's talk about this $500,000 million police grant. Um, well, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it really, it really was. Uh, Chris Krzyzelik and uh, Chief uh, Blaine Clark, uh, along with some other people, um, uh, I know there's a group of about four or five I'm working on this project, and uh, they were able to acquire a grant uh, for the new consolidated city. Um, in the neighborhood of about $500,000, and they, um, my hat goes off to them for doing it. Uh, they kind of spearheaded it on their own, 
and uh, that's going to get them some new video equipment, some new computers for the vehicles, some new vehicles. Of course, uh, that'll help once we choose the color of all our police vehicles. You know, we'll be able to do all that relatively um, within that budget. Yeah, and I think that again. We want to focus on really positive things that are happening because I don't feel like we always hear them or maybe they don't get the credit that they're due. It's human nature. People look for the negative. <laughs> and when there is positive things, they, 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 they have to find the bad thing about the positive. Right. And I, I think that's true. And, but we want to end uh, 2022 on a, on a positive note. And the city has been doing some great things. That's definitely one of them. So hats off to uh, both chiefs and appreciate all the hard work into that. Let's talk about the waterfall. I know this has gotten a lot of attention for lots of different reasons, but uh, the waterfall at the end of the boulevard is a beautiful sight. Um, it's much better than what we had there before. Nothing wrong with the beautiful flowers that were there and groups would plant, but that was hard upkeep. This was something, I'm going to say it, Mayor, and you can comment, but whether you agree with it or not, when Harrisburg spends or wastes money, I prefer them to do it right here in our hometown. Those, well, that grant money is going somewhere. I'd much right. rather have and it in Dubois. I say that to everybody. I'd rather get that money than Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Harrisburg, Scranton, anywhere else. Right. If it's there, we have the, we have, we have the greatest grant writers in the, in the country, in the city of Dubois. And my hat's off to Joe Mitchell mostly in his committee of people that writes our grants, and they just do a tremendous job. Um, it's, it shocks me the amount of money they can get in. Uh, for these grants to do these projects where it costs relatively little or nothing to the taxpayers of the city of Dubois, you know, along with, you know, the ball fields and the, the walkway and just everything that the, that the grant money uses. But the waterfall and the, and the uh, uh, park that we built at the end of the boulevard, it's going to be the showpiece for Dubois. And people are commenting all over um, and positive comments. You know, I see I talk to people daily that are in the area. Um, whether it be for negotiating with the city on a, a, a new tournament or what, they comment about the things that how much the city has changed in five years uh, for the better. So um, we're definitely headed in the right direction. And if I'm not mistaken, is that project completely done? Or are we still upgrading? I'm going to say it's probably about ninety percent done. Okay. There's some uh, landscaping that'll need to be done. Some sidewalks poured um, this spring. Um, and of course my pet peeve all summer long is the condition of the road up there. You know, we'll be repaving that road in the spring. Uh, so it'll really finish the project off. Um, there'll be benches up there, uh, that are, that we've already ordered granted benches from core monument. Um, they're for sale. Some people can buy them if they want to memorialize somebody in their family. Um, we ordered, uh, 25 of them, um, with plans to use 18 up there. Um, and we're going to have a nice little, we're working with, um, Dick Castagway and his crew over at the, uh, uh du historical, du society. historical society. And we're going to have a walkway with plaques that is going to start from the inception of the city of Dubois and do 10 year increments of what happened in those 10 years. Oh, that's exciting. Um, that's something new. Yeah. So we're, that'll be done this spring. Um, and then, so I'm looking for hopefully sometime early summer to do a nice ribbon cutting and, and uh, invite everybody up there to. Sit up there, walk, relax, eat lunch, eat dinner, do whatever you want. It's just going to be a beautiful. So it's going to be highly walk. accessible. Highly accessible, yeah. Well, that will be exciting. Um, even if is if you drive by now, it may be not as accessible as you'd like, but coming soon. But it is a beautiful sight to see. I know there's a lot uh, left on here, Mayor, but 
Sandy Township Aquinas Trail, we're helping with that? Yeah, it's, that's more of a Sandy Township project, but it's, it's going to connect. It's, it's going to be a walking trail. It's going to basically connect us with Ridgeway and up north. I mean, you're going to be able to go from here to Brockway to, um, to Ridgeway to Bradford and into New York. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's a nice project. And my hat's, I'm not really involved in that too much, but it's, um, it's a very worthwhile project, and people seem to love it. Yep. Um, Loggers detecting leaks. I don't know what this is, so I'm looking forward to this. Okay, so, and I got to be honest with you, when they, when they first started talking about loggers, I'm like, I, I my head spun. I didn't know what they are, but for lack of a better word to describe it very briefly and simply, it's a, basically a computerized object. It's down inside the um, the turnoffs, and it's hooked up to the water line. And if a leak is if if there's a leak, it sends a, a message, and we can find the leak very quickly. So saving time and save, money, save, saving huge time, saving huge money. Um, I know the uh, you know the work work crew, the city crew did a heck of a job installing them this past year. Um, they I, they were doing like five a day, and I think we have a total of seventy five loggers placed throughout the city water line, and they're proving their weight in gold already. So um, it was a great project. That it, it's like you said, saving time and money. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, Mayor, but when we come back, we'll uh, finish up and give you the last word with us. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in Dubois Mall, for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm having a great conversation with Dubois Mayor Eddie Walsh. Continuing to go over this list that we put together of accomplishments. Uh, Mayor, uh, it was a big list, a lot of work. I'm making it sound easy, but uh, Ball Fields, Showers Field, Stern Family Field, those fields are beautiful. You want to talk about that and the success yeah, well, the, we've had from yeah, that? Yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, first of all, you know, Heinel Field, Stern Field, and Showers Field, three of the nicest ballparks in the in this entire state absolutely we have people coming in here from all over the country that just rave about it and they're coming back year after year after year spending hundreds of thousands of dollars the small college world series alone brings in because they do a, a, a impact study about two hundred seventy thousand dollars a year in new money uh it's trickle down economics that girl at luigi's made a bigger tip she's getting her hair cut by me so it gets turned <laughs> over and i'm spending my that money somewhere else so trickle down economics it's been a huge for this community uh, everybody's been a winner. Um, getting to see the the um, uh, the people that just the comments that they make is unbelievable. Herms has just negotiated recently a uh, an ASA softball tournament for 14 and under uh, children that's going to bring in about 60 teams. So I guess my big advice to brides out there: if you're getting married this summer, and you need to reserve hotel rooms for family. You better do it quickly because when these tournaments come in, they're tearing up. They're taking up all the rooms. Um, so it's been just a great thing to have these new ball fields. Uh, and then, if, of course, if people are coming in, they're using our walkway. They're shopping at every shop in town. Uh, you know, if you would, if the one tournament I was at, 
the, we really needed a police officer in the middle of the road to direct people to walk across to get water from Martins and its sheets yep. because it was a very hot day that day, but just spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'd be remiss not to mention Challenger League at Heindel Field. Yeah. Great, great thing for yeah, that, that league as well. It's it's uh, one of only, I think, three or four fields in Pennsylvania that's 100% completely uh, handicap accessible. Yeah, which And they'd have first option on that field. We tell that to everybody, you know, don't schedule an event if if the uh, challenger is using it because they have the first op- they have the first option to use that field at any time. I think we have about a minute left. I know you want to give us some closing thoughts. Yeah, uh, we appreciate your time, Mayor. It's been a great year for the community. Um, I really want to thank uh, Sean Arbar and the Sandy Township Supervisors, especially my very good friend Barry Abbott. We've worked along. We've worked famously this year. Um, I know a lot of articles said that we weren't getting along so well. Well, we that's not true. Uh, we've we had our arguments, we had our discussions, but in the end, we we shook hands and came up with a great agreement. And this community is going to flourish for many many years to come. Uh, I'm looking forward to being the mayor for hopefully the next two years, and we'll go from there after that. But uh, it's uh, been a great a great 2022, and I'm looking forward to 2023. Well, I really appreciate your time, Mayor. We, uh, hats off to you and the city. Um, I think a great list of accomplishments that we pointed out for our city residents listening today. Again, Happy New Year to you, and thank you for coming on. Thanks, Michael. Happy New Year to you, too.